On today's show, the GSW Next Gen Champion, everybody's favorite paisano, Gio Galvano. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Gio Galvano. This is the Mike Rand Show. This is the place to be if you want to spice up your day. I'm excited for today's episode. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Mike Grand Show. And today's special guest is a new up and coming wrestler. He is the current GSW Next Gen Champion, Gio Galvano. Hey, Gio, how are you? Mike, it's great to be here on the show. I'm doing very well. Doing very, very well. It's been a busy summer and I'm excited to get into the chat here. Yeah, we're so excited to have you here. So can you tell us all how you got started in wrestling? So, uh, so when I was a kid, uh, back when there were video stores around, remember those, me and my brother, we, we went to a video store nearby, mom and pop video, video shop. And, uh, we were looking at, at the game wall, the video game wall. We were looking at which games to rent because we had a PlayStation two at the time. And, uh, we were looking for a fighting game and we see on the wall, Mike, we see SmackDown, just bring it with the rock on the cover. We didn't know who the rock was, but we're like, Oh, this looks pretty sweet. Let's try this. We go home. We play the game uh, and we had a blast and then we're flipping through the channels that week on TV and we flipped through and we saw SmackDown on and, oh my God, it's Kurt Angle. Oh my God, it's the big show. Oh my God, it's, it's Triple H. It's all these guys that were in the game. And so we were just hooked. That was like, I was eight years old at the time. So that was how I fell into love with wrestling, um, how most people do when they're kids. And, uh, and yeah, and then. It was, I was 22 years old when I finally made the move and decided, okay, it's time to go to wrestling school and turn the dream into a reality. Yeah. So that's funny. So you actually got into wrestling from watching a video game first. Playing a video game. Yeah. As opposed to watching it on television. Yeah. A little reversed. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Now, were you always athletic growing up? Soccer is, is my other passion. And so my whole life played soccer. Um, my, our father, my, my father from Italy, from, he's born in Sicily, uh, he introduced us to the game. So we fell in love with that when we were kids and yeah, my whole life I played soccer and yeah, it's my thing. So, so it's, it's definitely helped once I got in the ring with athleticism, part of things, the soccer background helped. Now I heard too, you actually went and played professionally in Italy, right? Or I did Mike, I had, I had an opportunity after high school to go over there and uh, get my feet wet with, with the pros over there. Um, I, I have three professional games under my belt with the, with the third division team over in Italy. And uh, it was a great experience. Really got to, got a t- I got a taste of, of, of what it's like over there at that level. And uh, I got to play with some special players. Um, and yeah, it's an experience I'll never forget. I was 18 when I went over there. And who's your favorite soccer player? You have a favorite soccer player or favorite yeah, soccer yeah. Team? my favorite player right now uh is Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He's he's uh the forward for AC Milan. And he's he's a legend. He's 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 almost 40 years old now and he's still one of the top goal scorers in Europe 
And it's just a testament to how great he is. So what made you do the switch from soccer to wrestling? Uh, so I, I, I got the chance to go to Italy, like I just told you. Uh, I got to play in college, uh, which was, was, it was a good experience. But once I was, I remember my final year playing college, I, I was just, I was at that point where I was, okay, I'm ready for the new challenge. I'm ready to hop in the ring and, and, and to test myself in the world of pro wrestling. So it was just, it was something I knew I was going to do uh, after college. But I actually dropped out. I didn't even finish. I didn't even get my bachelor's. I said, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to throw all the eggs in my basket for wrestling. And so it was before I finished college, I, I, I just made that decision. I said, this is what I want to do in my life. This is what the next, next path I want to go on. So yeah, I made that decision. I was 22. So who trained you and where did you get your training from? I go to Team 3D Academy, still go, uh, over in Danbury, Connecticut. So I get to train with, with Bully Ray. Uh, in my early days, I, Tommy Dreamer was there a lot. Um, and you're a Northeast wrestling guy. You might know Jay Busta, Randy Sean. He's, without him, I wouldn't be where I'm at in my career. So he's my other trainer. Yep, and he has that wrestling ring in his, um, is it over at Platinum? Yeah, it's at Platinum, Platinum yeah. Fitness. That's the gym. So anyone who's listening who's uh, maybe looking to try a new gym, Platinum Fitness in Danbury, Connecticut, what a spot. It is state of the art, top of the line. It's, it's incredible. We, call, we actually nicknamed it the, the Northeast Performance Center. Yeah, it really, it, it's, that, it's that level of quality. So, yeah. And what were some of the first things? So when you first started out training, um, how did your training start off as? What kind of moves did you learn in the beginning? And was there any moves that maybe, you know, were a little difficult for you to try to master in the beginning? Uh, we, the way our school runs, Mike, it's we, we value patience and we value a foundation. So we take, it's weeks before we even get to touch the ring. We actually spend weeks on the floor just doing chain wrestling and mastering the chain wrestling and getting that to the best it can be before we even go in the ring. And, um, you know, we, we spoke earlier about how I have an athletic background and it helped me a lot. Uh, and I, I noticed it in the beginning of my training, once I got in the ring and, and we started doing the more athletic stuff, it came pretty easy to me. And, uh, but I, I do remember, I'll, I'll never forget the first week we did face bumps or front bumps. And that was, that was challenging for me because to get the whole body to land flush, it's, it's not easy when, when you're going face first into the mat, you know, your body's trying to put its legs and arms out to protect itself. And you got to recondition the body, recondition the brain to just trust the technique. So yeah, face bumps were, were a good wake up call in my, in my early training. Now, when you're sitting there and you're learning all those moves and stuff, eventually, you know, once you know what you're doing and how to handle yourself in the ring, did you start thinking to yourself, what kind of character you want to be in the ring or a character persona? It was, it, to be honest, it really wasn't until a year into training where I started to even have those thoughts because I, I mentioned earlier how we, we value patience and it was just about the the first year of training was about getting the foundation of the wrestling part of the equation. And, and yeah, once, once I started to think about uh, my character, 
I mean, wrestling fans, you've heard this a thousand times, how the, some of the best characters are just the, the, per, the person themselves times 10. And so that resonated with me. And I, and I knew it was just going to be kind of an extension of who I am, um, who Gio Galvano is. There was, there was some experimentation with bringing a soccer ball into the mix. And I, I, went, I did a show where I came out and juggled the ball. And, um, but I was advised that I should probably just in early, especially early in my career, go with the route of, of, of keeping it traditional and, and just being myself and going out there and, and yeah, and just warming up to the crowd. And, and I, I, I really do. I, I connect with the people. I consider myself one of the people I know what it's like to be in those, in those chairs, watching the show. I've watched many shows in my life and, and we're all fans and I'm just, I tell people I'm a kid in a man's body. I feel like I'm a kid living his dream. And, and that's just who I am. I think that, that uh, people can see that for themselves when they, when they watch me perform. And can you tell us about your first match? Because I heard you didn't even know it was going to be your first match that yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good story, Mike. Uh, so I was, it was a house of hardcore show, which is Tommy dreamers promotion house of hardcore show up in, in Napanee, Ontario, Canada. And me, Randy, Sean, who I mentioned earlier, and uh, hashtag MCM, Mucho Chris Smoljo, we, we hopped in the car, we went up to Canada, and I was just going to help out, be around, be around the show, be around the other wrestlers, learn, continue to just be a sponge and absorb more information and, and, and help out any way I could. Of course, you always bring your gear just in case. And I get to, we get to the arena, it's a couple hours before the show, Tommy Dreamer is signing some autographs. And I go over just to shake his hand, say, what's up? And he's like, oh, Gio, I didn't know you were going to be here. You got your gear? And I was like, yeah, great. You're on first. Welcome to Canada. And that was that. And so I was given my wings without even realizing I was going to be given my wings that day. That's awesome story. And then where did you go from there as far as wrestling promotions? How did you start getting booked and what promotions did you then work for? So the first year, the first year, even two years of my career, it was really, it was House of Hardcore mostly. And um, with a couple of, of different promotions sprinkled in the mix. Um, and then it, uh, it's funny, the past year, the past year and a half, uh, since the pandemic really I actually had the, the best opportunities in my career so far come a couple months after the pandemic, which I'm very blessed about. And, and, uh, I got to work with impact wrestling, uh, in the fall, I got a chance to go over there and do a few matches and experience that. And, uh, and then two new promotions started up late in the fall, uh, early in the winter that was Invictus pro wrestling and global syndicate wrestling. And they've been running a lot of shows over here in the Northeast. And so it's been a great experience for me. And of course, where we met Mike, the, the famous Northeast wrestling, um, I got my first opportunities uh, last year at, for the studio tapings during the pandemic. So, um, you know, people, I know it was a crazy time in the world, but uh, we adapt and, and we create the opportunities we have. And I've, I was able to create some really good opportunities uh, for myself in, in, in the midst of the pandemic. So, um, and it's taken my career to the next level and it's, it's been a great journey. It's been a fun ride so far. It's still very early on. 
So where have most of your matches been? They've been in the Northeast. Are they all in New York, Connecticut, New Jersey area? Or are you, or can fans see you in other places as well? Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been mostly in the Northeast. Actually, New York, I've only done a handful of matches, which is where I live. I live in New York. But it's mostly been Jersey, um, Connecticut with Northeast. And I've done I had my first match in Canada. I got to go back there a year later and do another show with House of Hardcore. And, and I had some great experiences in Canada. So um, that's been really cool. And then, yeah, when I got to work with, with Impact, I was in Nashville. But yeah, the, the bulk of it's been here in the Northeast. Okay. And do you have a um, favorite opponent in the ring or do you have an arch rival in any of these I, promotions? It's definitely uh, hashtag MCM Mucho Chris Smalljo. Him and I, we go back all the way to the beginning to my first match and the rivalry has continued, Mike. It's, it's continued across a bunch of different promotions and uh, it's, yeah, we, we, we bring out the best in each other. We really do. And uh, do you have a favorite move to do in the ring? Uh, it's gotta be the Sicilian slice, Mike, which is the, the bulldog off the second rope. Uh, it's, it's fun. It's, it's exciting. It's, it's helped win me a lot of matches. So it served me well. And, uh, it's an ode to my, uh, my Sicilian background. And what kind of preparation do you do for your matches? Cause obviously you have to train, you have to be in good physical condition. Uh, can you take us through like what an average day is? And then like the day of the matches, what you actually have to do. Mm -hmm. So my workouts, it's a lot of, um, it's, it's a lot of muscular endurance workouts. So of course I'm going to get my lifts in and I'm going to do my, I'm going to lift the weights and get, get that in for the cosmetic look. Um, but it's important for, to do exercises, simple stuff. That's really what I stick to Mike. And people, people are always like, really, that's it. And I'm like, yeah, if you do the simple stuff and you do it a lot, for example, if you do your push-ups, you do your squats, you do your pull-ups, a lot of people I know pull-ups can be a nightmare for some. I've been there. I used to hate doing pull-ups, but, but I started to learn, okay, this bar, it's my friend. And if I just keep, keep with it, stick with it, uh, eventually with repetitions, uh, the foundation is there and, and, and the body just gets stronger and stronger. So that um, burpees are a great cardio exercise that simulates what it's like in the ring. You're up, you're down, you're squatting, you're, you're jumping. You know, it's, it's a great uh, in-ring simulation of, of the cardiovascular endurance that you need. And then on the day of a show, Mike, it's really, it's, it's light. It's, it's, I'm doing my stretching, which is very important too. Stretching is one of the most important things. And, uh, I'm getting a little pumped before I go out there. I'll do my push-ups before I, before I bust through the curtain, get a little more swole, which is always nice. And, uh, but yeah, other than that, it's light on, on, on match days because, the, the focus is the performance that I'm going to put on. So obviously you, you've wrestled a whole bunch of matches. Um, in the beginning, did you, as a wrestler, were you taking more wins, more losses? And can you tell us about your first win in the ring? Uh, so in the beginning, uh, well, most of my career I've had as a baby face, uh, I've been put in the position where I've, I've won more. Um, I've been put in the position a lot early in the early in my career to open up shows. Uh, people say it's the best spot on the on the card because you go out there, people are hungry, they're excited to see some some action, and you want to give them a good good feeling right off the bat. So I've been in positions where I've I've won the opening match on a lot of shows, 
Um, and then since then, I've, you know, I've a couple losses that here and there, but they're mostly victories, which is, which feels really good. What would you say is your best victory so far? Which match that you did that you're most proud of that you won? Um, good question, Mike. Um, I think I, I had a match with, with Wrecking Ball Ligurski uh, for Northeast Wrestling. It's actually a Studio Wars match, so it was, it was a taping. There was no live crowd there, but uh, it's one of my favorite matches, and, and, I, and I, didn't even, I didn't win the match. You're asking me which favorite match I, that I won, but this match, even though I didn't win it, um, I think I left a, a good impression on a lot of people who watched that match and, and wrecking ball is another guy who helps bring out the best in me. And so we, we, we tore it up. And I, if there was a crowd that day, it would have, it would have gone nuts, but that match just for our performance, our, our intensity level. Um, it means a lot to me. What type of match is your favorite match to do or to be in and what match haven't you been in yet that you would like to be in? Um, so I, I, it's funny. I had this question asked to me last week um, and I haven't been in a lot of stipulation matches yet in my career, um, but I have had a taste of the triple threat matches and some tag team matches. Um, I, I enjoy them all. Uh, tag team matches are a blast. Uh, triple threat matches are challenging, but it's satisfying when you, when you can make it work. And I think, but I, I think just, Going toe to toe with someone in a singles match, if you could really draw the crowd in and, and get get them invested, get them get them to hate one person, get them to love the other person, it's it's magic. And so I think sticking with the traditional stuff here, Mike. I know, but it's uh it's the reason why it works. Is there anybody in any of these Northeast promotions that is currently in there now who you haven't had a chance to wrestle that you would like to wrestle? Uh, well. Uh, Global Syndicate Wrestling, which is the company I hold the next-gen title for, uh, I will be wrestling Austin Aries on August 20th, which is coming up, and it's the biggest match in my career so far, and he's someone who I watched growing up, who I, I, I admired his work, I admired what he could do in the ring, and, and so yeah, to go toe-to-toe with him, it's, it's exciting, and I already, I already have goosebumps just thinking about it, so... That's August 20th, Mike. This title right here, for those viewers, this is the next-gen title. This is going to be on the line, and uh, it'll be on YouTube. It'll be streamed for free. So, yeah, biggest match of my career so far. Now, do you currently watch any wrestling on television as well in your downtime? Yes, I do. And what uh, what shows do you watch and what promotions? Um, I, I watch a little bit of everything. I'm watching all elite wrestling. I'm watching WWE. Uh, I really like watching Japanese wrestling. And uh, of course, I'm, stick, I'm, I'm watching Impact. Major League Wrestling is out there. Uh, there's so many, there's so much content out there. And uh, yeah, I love it. I, I love, I love com- watching it on this side of the business where it's like, okay, I can watch it. I can learn. I can, and, and, t- and takes certain pieces that I see and, and apply it to my game. Okay, so I'm going to have to ask you from a couple of those shows that I watch, and we're going to compare our uh, preferences here. All right. For AEW, 
who are some of the wrestlers that you think are doing a great job right now who you really admire their work? I, I always, since I first saw Andrade El Idolo, I've always admired his work in the ring. I mean, he, he, to me, he epitomizes uh, a professional wrestler in so many ways. So to see him doing his thing in all the wrestling, and, and you could see he's taking the El Idolo side of him. He's taking that to, to where, exactly where he wants to take it, which is pretty cool. Um, so I'm, I'm, I admire his work, and I love seeing him do his thing. Yeah. Okay. For, for me, my favorite, which many of the regular viewers on here would know, John Moxley, because that was actually the first time I actually went to see wrestling was him at Northeast Wrestling in his first match after he left WWE. Wow. I've seen that picture of you and him. Yeah. And I had no idea that was your first time watching live wrestling. That was my actual first time watching live wrestling because when I heard he was coming, I was like, <laughs> I had a chance to meet the great Dean Ambrose. I got to go see him live even though I've never, I'm a huge fan and I've never been to any event. So I loved that. Another couple people I would say that I'm really liking in AEW, Hangman Adam Page. Oh yeah. I like him. And uh, Orange Cassidy, I think is doing a good job too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So much talent over there. And so much variety too, which is, which is amazing. Gotta yeah. appreciate, love the variety. And who are your favorites over on WWE? AJ Styles, first one. That, that comes to mind. Uh, so I, 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 growing up, you know, back like 2005, AJ Styles, you look how hot he was in total nonstop action back when, when they were TNA. And it's, and that's, I was 10 years old watching him. Like I fell in love with the stuff he was doing and to see him progress in his career and, and just carve out a spot for himself in, in WWE that's untouchable. It's, it's amazing. So I've always admired him and he's, He's my favorite. Yep. And for me right now, I'm going to pick, I actually said this in another episode and was actually edited out. So no one got to hear this um, just because of uh, something happening in the background. We had to refilm something. And then, you know, sometimes when you refilm something, you change the story around and what you're talking about a little bit. So fans actually didn't get to see this, but my actual favorite one now in WWE, and I know it's going to be an unpopular choice with a lot of people, but it's actually Baron Corbin. Because oh, I think yeah. Baron Corbin is fantastic in the ring. What mm -hmm. he's solid, no matter what they give him, he does a great job at it. I love the whole King Corbin. Now he's down on his luck gimmick here going on, but I think he brings the performance all the time. He never fails. And I've seen the improvement in his in-ring work too. So yeah. I know he gets a lot of booze, but that's his job. Exactly. You know? Very good like, at it. That's his job. So he's actually my favorite one that's currently in there right now. And then, of course, John Cena, you know, yeah. some of the greats that are in there, too. And then actually, we got to give props to the women, too, who have over the years totally stepped up in the ring, yeah. given the opportunity to finally to shine. I have to say um, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair right now, too, are two of my favorites that I think are doing a great job in the ring, too. Incredible performers. Yep. Really so um, can you tell us too, out of everything that you've learned from wrestling, what is the most important thing that maybe you didn't know coming into this? Um, good question. That's a big question, Mike. Um, I think... 
I think I've learned a lot on, on, on the fact that, yeah, it's, it, it, it's passion. It's, it's what I love to do. It's also business. Right. And so there's, there's an element of, 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 uh, self-marketing, self-branding and, and, and there's a business side to the equation. That's, that's very important. So it's, it's finding a good balance and, uh, and it's been, it's been, it's been a good challenge with that. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. I mean, that, that's a question I could, I could, I can go on all day about. Yeah. That's a big question, Mike, but yeah, I think that's important. Learning the business side of, of the equation is very important. And, um, and yeah, it's just, it's helped me meet more people and just learn more about them, learn more about myself. Yeah. Have you had at any point so far, any injuries in the ring or anything go wrong? Um, no, nothing. I mean, I, I, first couple months of training I had, I had uh, actually broke one of my ribs. Um, nothing, it wasn't like one specific moment. I think it was just between doing so many repetitions of bumps and hitting the ropes and those ropes, the ones that we're training on, you know, they're steel cables. So, and I wasn't holding back. And so I did have a little rib hiccup first couple months of my career. Um, and, but otherwise in the ring, it's been, it's been safe. I've had the chance to work with a lot of great professionals and I was trained the right way. So uh, yeah, safety, safety first. And now have you had a chance, one of my favorite matches to always watch because you never know who's going to win is a battle royal. Mm. Have you had the opportunity to be in a battle royal yet? Mike, this is battle royal. 15-man battle royal is what I had to go through to get this right here. Uh, so that was one experience that was. Um, and yes, yeah, so I, I got to win the, the, the GSW Next Gen Championship battle royal. Uh, guys like Wrecking Ball, Ligurski, MCM, who I, who I mentioned earlier, they were in there. Um, and uh, I, I, it came down to me and Anthony Gangone. And this was an interesting battle royal because when it comes down to the final two, the rules were it's first to pinfall or submission. So that was an added twist to the equation that uh, made it very interesting. And I was able to hit Gangone with, with a good game, which is a running knee, running uh, Kinshasa. And I got the one, two, three, and, and I got my first, the first title in my career, my first battle royal victory in my career. And, and yeah, it's, it's a moment I won't forget. Can you tell us three fun facts that maybe people don't know about you? Um, three fun facts. Let's see. Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, I have five brothers and no sisters. So there you go. That's a little, little sneak peek into what, what it was like growing up in my house. And I, I, at one point was studying to become a pastor in college. I, that was one of the majors that I, that I dabbled with. I, was, I studied to become a pastor. Um, and then what else, what else? I mean, I've, I've gone skiing a few times in my life and I know people know me as soccer guy, wrestling guy, but as far as winter sports go, I don't do it anymore now. Cause I'm, I'm trying to keep my body intact for, for wrestling, but I love to ski. I've done it a few times and I just fell in love with it.
So, yeah. Okay. And what would you say is next for Geo? What do you want to accomplish next? Uh, one thing that I've, I've spoken about on a few other podcasts that I just started up over the past few, past few months, Mike, is uh, I started raising money for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, all my t-shirt merchandise goes to them. So I'm um, $2,000 into my fundraising so far, Mike. And my goal is $5,000 by the end of the year. So I'm doing, doing, doing well so far. And that's, that's one of my goals in the near future. Okay, that's an awesome charity to give to. It really is. They're amazing. They're amazing. So right now what we're going to do is we're going to play the lightning round where I'm going to ask you a couple things and you tell me which one you prefer. All right. So would you rather be able to fly or be invisible? Fly. Ping pong or air hockey? Ooh, ping pong. Spaghetti, rigatoni, or ziti? Uh, rigatoni. Yes, that's my favorite too. But you actually, you do have a different favorite, correct? I Oh, I'm a big fuzili guy. Yep. Heard about this, huh? Yeah, the yep, I heard about that. I had to choose one, fuzili. I, I love them all, but rigatoni is actually my favorite one, though. Very good choice. A good taste, Mike. Yep. Elevator or escalator? Escalator. AEW or WWE? Oh, man. I have to choose? Uh-uh. Wherever, wherever the money is, Mike, I'll do that. Whichever one is more, is more zeros in the contract. TikTok or Twitch? Twitch, for sure. Provolone or mozzarella? Oh, man. I'll take a sharp provolone. Over the mozzarella. Yep. John Cena or Roman Reigns? John Cena. Who is the better plumber, Mario or Luigi? The better plumber? <laughs> oh, man. I, my guess, I, I, you know what? My guess is actually going to be Mario. And that's just because I don't know if this, that's the correct answer or not. But, but Wario looks more like a plumber than anyone. So just the fact that there's a Wario Mario connection, I'm going to say Mario. Cheetos or Doritos? Cheetos. Four-way question here, four-way choice. Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, or Bailey? Charlotte Flair. And would you rather drink lemonade or iced tea? Ooh, uh, I go iced tea. Okay, awesome. So thank you so much for joining us here today. Mike, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Can you tell everybody your contact information and how fans can get in contact with you? Yeah, guys, if you want to keep up to date with the world of Gio Galvano, then you can follow me on Instagram at G-I-O underscore G-A-L-V-A-N-O. Or you can follow me on Twitter at G-O underscore official. Spell the official with a zero and, and you'll know everything you need to know. All right. Thank you again for joining us here today. Thank you guys for watching and we'll talk to you all soon. Bye everybody.